Seats straight yeah. from Cameroon, CEO of Apple DT Records. My man is doing big things out here. Make sure oh. to show him some love. And today, we're coming to you all with something new, something that's a little bit different, something that my brother and I feel truly needs to be discussed in the manner of love, yeah, of yeah. intimacy, of understanding, more importantly, and of resolution, right? So today we both would like to bring you all the melanated discussion. Uh, the point of this series is to specifically speak on the issues that we see within the melanated community within society today. Now, before yeah. we can get to any specific resolution, we have to first start with the one thing that we can control, which is us. So today's topic titled The Crucibles is going to be a topic of the black man specifically but before i get into that brother let the people know how you feeling today let the people know what's on you oh. how you doing man man brother i ain't gonna lie I'm, I'm good bro always good you know how it is on this side bro you know what i mean everything is always kosher man really great i'm feeling really really good today happy to be on today actually because we were trying to put this together and we uh we're encountering some obstacles along the way, but uh, by the grace, we're able to still have this happen. So I'm just happy, man, that we're able to get this going, connect with the people some more. I know that we have a lot more to, you know, uh, to offer, you know, uh, everybody that's been following. We really appreciate y'all. Y'all stay connected. You know, um, yeah, thank you, Brother Griffin, for being here. It's an honor. You know what I mean? And uh, I look forward to, you know, talking on some of this relevant topics that we're about to be touching on and learning from you in the process as well. You know what I mean? Hoping that the masses can also pull their ears in and learn, you know what I mean, from uh, what we're about to share. And that way we can learn from their responses as well too, you know what I mean? Because uh, the whole purpose is not just for us to talk, but for us to talk and actually get to action so we can really, really experience the bliss in doing what is proper, you know what I mean? Um, we're not just talking just to talk. We know that there is an issue. That's why we're bringing the, these topics up, you know what I mean, to discuss it and to also arrive at solutions that make sense, not just to us, but to others as well. So let's go ahead and get into it. I look forward to this, brother. Thank you. Yes, that was well said, man. That that was definitely well said. And yeah. as as you all know, we definitely had the uh, internal eternal guard in a series that we did a while back. But just so you all know, my brother and I, we have no idea how long we plan on going with this. You know, it might be three, it might be five. We don't know. But the importance of it is that we hope that you all one get something out of it, and two, we hope that you all bring these discussions to the table with your family, with your friends, with right. your loved ones, with your coworkers, because this needs to be discussed. But with that being said, the first thing that we're gonna get into today is the societal pressures of what it means to be a melanated man. Everything that comes along with that, what is unseen, what is looked over completely, what people tend to cherry and nitpick at in today's world. What are some of the things that you see out there in regards to us as black men? melanated men in society today and some of the pressures that come along with that i mean honestly brother it's even sad that we're having this conversation <laughs> you know but it is important and necessary that we hold the conversation but i think at the same time it is sad that you know um some of these things are still trending and irrelevant to today you know before i even touch on the answers to that my, my opinion on that i would say that as human beings, we've spent so much time on this planet. You know, we go to school, we get degrees, master, degree, master degrees, 
you know, PhDs and what have you. We learn about things externally. And these things only get applied to a certain amount of we externally as we're only seeking to explore and exploit the material element of our existence. Now, if we can shift and come within and start to explore the higher degrees within ourselves, such, such as the emotions, you know, um, such as the underlying body, the senses, if we can start to go within to explore higher degrees, we would see that the time that we take mastering external degrees, if we take that same time to master our internal degrees, some of the problems that we're facing today, we would completely eradicate. And I think this is the age where we have to tap more into our minds. And why am I bringing this up? Really, I'm talking about this today because from the question that you just asked me, brother, the problems that we're facing in society today are problems that are being instigated from external forces. They're trying to keep it relevant. You know what I mean? There's some problems that they keep so relevant and if we don't master our minds, we're going to let those problems continually influence us and influence how we interact with each other, um, regardless of the race or whatever the case may be. You know, um, I do see a lot of problems. And once again, me, I'm a solutions person. As y'all can see, I got straight to what I believe could be the solution to fixing it, because we're not going to dive too much on dwelling on the problem. The problem has been here. We all know that there's a problem. We all know that the Black man is being maltreated in so many different ways when it comes to the jobs, when it comes to even just, you know what I'm saying, walking down the street and seeing how people would go to the other side of the road when they see you coming. And just all this type of weird shit that we face or, you know, a cop pulling you over, whatever the case may be, just be a skin color. And all of that is just living in the mode of ignorance. What I'm really trying to say is that's a mode of ignorance. You know, um, people need to go within themselves and overcome certain implanted stereotypes, be it from the environment you're in or even your own personal beliefs. We need to get to the point where we can rise above some thought processes and start to see the importance of us unifying and getting over the nonsense, really, just getting over the nonsense. If you a cop, and you don't like black people, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself why you don't and overcome that nonsense. It's nonsense. It's literally ignorance. Just overcome it. If you don't like somebody because of your skin color, go within yourself and ask yourself, what's the problem within yourself and overcome it? Really, you know, we need to get to a point where we need to transcend all of that and start to set the right vibration into the universe, start to emit the right vibration into the universe. But there's a lot of problems that we know of. You know, I've just listed a few of them and I'm sure you can add on to more, but uh, it's, yes. it's only... It's really starting to get old. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like all the killings of black people, it's starting to get old. If you're all out there listening to it and you know people that's out there, I, I have literally, I have some white friends that, you know, they make all of these remarks about what black folk went through during the slavery period to them. They feel like that was all in the past and we're in a whole new age now. Mm. That is nonsense. You know, uh, we need to start talking about y'all addressing this problem, the, the pain and the psychological effects that y'all inflicted on our people. Uh, you know what I mean? In the past, we need to start addressing it properly. Like all of that beating around the bush and, you know, trying to dodge the, the real problem we need to overcome. Y'all need to really address it properly. You know what I'm saying? Let's fix this issue and see how we can now gravitate. Because if not, y'all is asking for something that y'all can't handle. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that, you, you touched on a lot of things within that, and especially when speaking about the solution first of tuning into self and two, really looking at the bigger picture of what our people experience, right? Sister Shahzad Ali, one of the greatest elders on this planet right now, um, obviously a student of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, you know, shout out to the Nation of Islam. She said that slavery really hasn't gone anywhere. She said that right. it's still happening today. It's just happening in a different way. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And in the way that it's happening is that uh, not only us as black men, but black women themselves have also subjugate, subjugated themselves to pleasing the enemy in a sense. So what does that look like for us as black men? Well, our credit has to be good. You got to be making nowadays. If you're not making six figures that you might as well just not even like step outside because you're not even looked at. You know what I mean? Um, you have to be a superhero in the bedroom. You have to be an Adonis. You have to, you have to basically be a walking God. Now here's the, the clicker to that. She also states that the black man is God, right? And once the black man taps into that internally and fully knows that there is nothing that can stop him because he is the strongest, most beautiful, most wise person on the planet. You see what I'm saying? And it, it, it got to a point 
point that I realized within myself that we as brothers need to come together more to really have these type of discussions because I don't like seeing the unwavering level of tension that comes along when you see another brother on the street or when you're in the gym, when you're in the supermarket. I don't really like that necessarily. And I know, well, I can't say that I know, but just based on anecdotal experience, I think that that is from the societal pressures of thinking that the man on the other side of the screen is not my brother, he's my enemy. I need to be prepared to fight. I need to be prepared to defend myself because if he is climbing up to the top to become successful and I'm down here, we basically start to have this crabs in a barrel type of mentality. Yeah. And that has definitely manifested itself from society. In regards to what you said, as far as things getting old, it absolutely is old. It has gotten to a point where that before we can even really address what is happening external, we need to look internal first, control what we can control so that way yeah. we can then face that in a collective way as yeah. a unity. What I also find is that a lot of people tend to lean on that as a crutch. Oh, well, you know, the white man did this, you know, and white supremacy did that. And we we're not saying that none of those things happen. We're not right. saying that there isn't a form of oppression and suppression for the black man and the black woman. But what we are saying is that knowing that it has happened, we accept that it's happened. What are we choosing to do about it today and every day to transcend that? That can't be something that we continue to lean on exactly. as men, right? Because yeah. our women, other women, other men look to us as authority figures. We're the only group of men who don't think of ourselves as authority figures when we walk into a room, when we see a woman, when we see another man. We, we've been conditioned to think that we are less than simply because of what we experience. And I reject yeah. that. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I think that, as you said earlier, the, the cycle of pain is to keep your vibration and intention focused on that. So that way you won't be able to truly develop your full potential, rise to your full potential. And, you know, that's like I said, it's really starting to get extremely old. Um, I mean, think about it. Are we going to now, or in the next 20 years, are they just going to go ahead and just resurface the problem again in a different way? I mean, it's just, we are in an age now where, to be honest, I'm actually glad that despite the fact that they try to control information, and despite the fact that they try to control our perception, they cannot control the grand picture of existence, as in the age must, we must go through the age and the characteristics of the age must manifest. And after that age, all of that is gonna to come to a conclusion. So now we understand that we're going through a certain phase. We're going through an age where the characteristics are so eminent, we can see exactly what's happening right now, but it's also showing that we're going through a rebirth. You know, we're going through the pangs, the pains, we're going through the pains right now. And people are crying out, but guess what? When the woman is in labor, she cries as well too. And when yes. the baby is born, it is joy. So we are aware that whatever it is that we're passing through right now, it is actually necessary. It is the characteristics of the age. You know, it's the time frame of this film for this moment as we're transitioning through the tape. And eventually we're going to get into a whole other phase where all of this is just going to be washed away. You know what I mean? It's yes. you know, the hands of time are going to definitely handle it, you know, be it through us or be it through nature or be it through some wild animals coming out the bush and fucking trampling on shit and getting it, you know, back to the way it needs to. Yeah, honestly, if that's what it has to be, then that's probably what it's going to be. But um, it's all going to just work itself out because in the end, you know what I mean? They say light manifested and darkness cannot understand it. You know what I yes. mean? And, you know, yes, it's happening even today where people don't understand the light and they condemn it. And that light lives in themselves and they condemn themselves in the process. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You see, if they don't know that the light lives in them, then they're going to be out here creating all types of havoc, you know, taking instructions from people to manifest evil, um, not knowing that they're just keeping a loop in a cycle, you know, a repetitive cycle that's not taking humanity anywhere. Yet they would profess that they are for humanity, as we can see it on the television nowadays. People would claim that they're for humanity, but then turn around and start wars in different countries. Like, how are you really um, trying to advance humanity if you're just creating another loop for yourself at a different, you know, uh, point on the planet? You know, so now we have to really be honest with ourselves. We're getting into an age where, if we are really to say that we have to walk as gods, of which it's not even necessary for us to say that we are gods. We only invoke that notion when people want to step over 
the fact that we are divine beings and we have to experience our divine right on this planet. Then we invoke ethics. You know what I'm saying? Because there is really no necessity for us to claim that we are gods if we're living in peace amongst ourselves. If everybody is living in peace and they understand what they're supposed to do on this planet, there'll be no reason for anybody to say, by the way, why are you fucking with me like you forgot who I am? And you know what I'm saying? If I recognize yes. you forgetting who I am, you know what I mean? And um, that's the only reason why that keeps coming up, you know? So, but uh, we are looking forward to uh, being able to start getting more of our sisters out there to start to understand the importance of not letting what the society is setting as the quote unquote right black man or right man to be with and really tap within your own self and understand why is it important for me to honor my man black or whatever it is that you choose why is it important for me to honor this man why is it important for me to respect this man why is it important for the man to respect the woman we come into you know an understanding once we come into that understanding we're going to be able to now get over some of the problems that hold us back. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of problems that hold us back because we don't even, we think we get into relationships because we want financial security. That's only a tiny little part of it. You know, we think we get into relationships because we need company. That's only just a tiny little part of it. Um, as a community, why do we even coexist in, in, in the community and in an environment? Why do we do that? You know what I'm saying? There's a reason. And there are benefits of us communing, you know what I'm saying? Us living peacefully in our communities. And we need to always hold on to that reason, the importance. What is yes. the importance? And when we let go, that's when we open up windows and doors for all types of uh, feelings that, you know, get us to be at odds. And we're trying to get over that. We're trying to really, really heal ourselves and leave behind the right footprints for, uh, you know, the ones coming after us. Uh, yes. I, I want to ask you a question, brother, in regards to, uh, well, two questions, actually. One, do you think that Black men are weak today, uh, weak-minded, weak-spirited, weak emotionally? And also, what are some of the differences that you see in men back home in Cameroon versus men in the West today? Yeah, well, that's a really, really uh, interesting question. Um, I would say we are not necessarily weak, but they have portrayed an external image which would be considered a weakness that we fall for and we forgot who we really are because we're never going to be weak. We just choose to manifest that characteristic, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And sometimes you manifest that characteristic without even knowing, you know, we just monkey see, monkey do. That's pretty much what it is. You know what I'm saying? We see mm -hmm. a monkey, but we see the external manifestation of something and then they, they label it to be cool. And then we want to be just like that. We adopt it, but we forget who we really are from within. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the fact that we forgot is what makes us to manifest. It's like, think about it. When you walk into an audition and you're about to perform that script, even if you immerse yourself into that script, into that moment and act it out, does not mean that that's who you are. You were just acting out there. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we, we've stepped into this whole mess and they got their little scripts through these, their screens and all of that stuff that they're projecting. And we get to, you know, embody some of these roles thinking that that's who we really are, but that's not who you are. You know, you're living what they want you to live. They messing you up intentionally so you can be at the weaker level where they can always control your manipulate you from high regions, you know, the principalities want to keep you there, you know what I'm saying? You don't keep game with how the principalities is running this shit, you're just going to be stuck, you know, under their little strings thinking that you're being cool or you're being you, but you're really not being you, you're following this. You're being conditioned heavily, yes. Uh, you yes. know, and that's when you had asked, um, what was the other part of it, some of, what was it again that you had asked? The, the differences between men, Black men back in Cameroon and in Africa and Black men here, because like I said, you, you bring a very interesting and alternative perspective to the table, being a black man who isn't from America. You weren't born right. here. You came here to, to work on your purpose so that way you can take everything that you came here to get and then take it back home. You see what I'm saying? So now that you've been here for a little bit, and then we've talked about this offline plenty of times as well, the uh, trials and tribulations that you tend to face on a daily basis. So and that, that's why I want to know, and I, I would like you to share with the people and with the for the men that are listening as well. Yes, I'm really glad. That's a really, really good one too. Um, and just to add on to that, I was born in the United States. I just grew up in Africa. I spent okay. a lot of time. Yeah, okay. so I experienced a, a little bit of my childhood here. And then, you know, I transitioned and experienced more of my growing up process in West Africa than before I came back here um, to complete the part of my mission that I'm supposed to. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Um, but yeah, brother, honestly, I'm gonna tell you, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. It's a culture shock. <laughs> and 
that's how you know, though, that there is external hand influencing things. Like, <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you, because people in America, they will use all type of philosophical terms to think that what they're doing is actually the right thing. But then when you travel, when you really travel, and then you see timelines, and then you see how people live, you get to question yourself, like, damn, I mean, is that really how I'm supposed to be living? Is that really mm. the reality of my real self? Like, you know what I mean? You get to understand that, yes, yeah, because back home, I remember, even though it's being introduced now, and it's being introduced now just through the main media powerhouses in Africa, um, back home, the men were not as feminized, I would say, as it is. Mm. Emasculated, yes. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Mm. Yes, you know, um, and it's not to say because we are confused. We are confused. And why am I saying I'm saying that? Because we tend to think that Feminine is weak and masculine is strong. But then when you look at the yin and the yang, neither of the sides is strong. Or need, you know, it's all just a perfect balance. Masculine. Want them to know. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, but the problem here now is that we're going through an intentional shift. And people are thinking that it's natural. It's an intentional shift to get one side to start to act like the other and vice versa. You know, growing up in Africa, I did it, you know, you would, I'm telling you. The man was the man and it wasn't about dominance, even though that characteristic was evident based on, you know, their thought process and based on the, the, the culture of that environment. But when you really get to know yourself, you understand that it was not about the dominant element. It was more just about the natural characteristics and being able to apply those characteristics to the situation you find yourself in to make the yes. best out. You get what I mean? Yes. yes. Unfortunately, here now in the West, man, you know, me transitioning, me leaving Africa at the age of 15 and coming over to America, you know, um, I came in right before Obama became president and everything looked in culture, but I could still sense the atmosphere was really tense. You know what I'm saying? I could sense something was going on. I just didn't know what it was. And then Obama came through and then, you know, everybody was excited that we have a black president, but then I was still seeing black people getting killed and not even one solid statement was made by this black president. But shout outs to Obama. You know what I mean? I know you did the best that you could under the circumstances you found yourself in. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot. And then also the legalization of same-sex marriage, which if I was to say I wasn't forward, people would probably try to find where I'm at and kill me. If I was to say I was oh, bro, you already know they try to cancel you. You know, that, that's, that's yeah. the hot trending thing that's going on right now. Right. The black man is speaking that too. We need to get him off the air as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm not going to really mention my stands on it because where I stand on it doesn't really matter. Search your soul. Search your conscience. You know what I mean? And find out if where you're standing is the right place to stand. And hopefully, whatever you're standing on, what you're standing for, is going to be able to really, really protect you when the time comes. Um, but yeah, transitioning over here to the West, we get to see how, you know, the men during that time frame, I mean, everything was kosher, but it was still really, really, you could hear rumors and all the shit that was going on. And suddenly, it's almost like the box just got open all the way and shit just really, really started to become more intense. You know what I mean? To where you, and you go back home to Africa right now, men are not as feminine. You know, they're not manifesting their feminine aspect as much and as strong mm -hmm. as you see here in the West. And you you just know, because when you look at the media and when you see the stuff that the media is propagating compared to what the media is propagating in Africa, you can see why the people are still where they are compared to right here. And this yes. is how we know that this is a media thing. This is more of a psychological warfare. They're fucking with us psycho psychologically and it's manifesting psychosomatically you get it like mm -hmm. they're using these images and these sounds to cast spells on our minds and since we're not fully developed in our minds to understand how the chakras work we cannot really we can't we can't block it you know if you're in combat sometimes you got to block sometimes you got to you know be in defense mode sometimes you got to engage and sometimes you got to get out of the way but when shit is coming at you and you don't even know from what angle it's going to come you know how what do saying? you defend against that? How, yes. defend, how do you, you know? defend against an attack you can't see, hear, smell, taste, exactly. or touch? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't even believe that you're under attack, then you're already dead. You know what I'm saying? You just, <laughs> you know, you're already on the battlefield, really. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. You were just a number on the field. You did not really, you know, contribute to anything. So, and um, yeah, but I'm telling you, I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen the change. And I'm not here to, you know what I mean, make anybody feel bad about whatever it is that they do, you know what I'm saying, in their private time or in the open. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, that's between you and your own conscience, mm -hmm. you know, but I have seen the shift, you know what I'm saying? I have seen a major shift in, you know, even in just the way that Black people are treated. It's not often me reading some books. This is often me witnessing it in 
you know, real time and also online on TV and all of that. And like I said, it's really just a bunch of nonsense. Like, you know, it's just a bunch of nonsense. Like whoever's in control of these media outlets and that is, you know, writing these scripts or that is really trying to have this type of energy remain on this planet. Y'all need to realize that, you know, it's a waste of time. Y'all lost already, honestly. You lost. Like, just yeah. Not, yeah, especially if you choose to pay attention to that, as you said, like wherever attention goes, energy flows. You know what I mean? So it's crucial for us to be more intentional with what it is we choose to consume on a daily basis. Yeah. And I'm not just speaking about food. I'm speaking about music. I'm speaking yeah. about whatever it is that you read. I'm speaking about who you engage in intellectual debate with, because that yeah. matters, that that will translate over into what it is that you do unconsciously or subconsciously. Yes. One of the things that you touched on, and I see it myself today, is the feminine and the masculine dynamic role archetype has been completely swapped, has been completely swapped. So much so that women say that they want a man to be a man. No, they, they, let's just speak on black women, specifically black women say that they, they, they need a man's man, they need a man that's dominant. But at the same time, I want a man that's emotional. I need him to be able to talk to me and things of that nature. So, and then that goes back to what you were saying about the yin and the yang, right? Naturally as men, we carry the masculine energy. Some, some, we have a little bit of the feminine energy within us because that's how we are able to relate to that energy in a different way. It's just different. It's not higher or lower. It's just a different type of energy. And mm -hmm. women are operating so much so in their masculine that it is literally killing them. And I did, and killing them in an emotional way. Like they, they're not really sure what it is that they want. Their stances are coming from social media. They're coming from these they're coming from different women who don't really portray what the ideal image of a black woman is, I should say. It's the same thing for us as black men as well. So one of the ways that we, we can resolve that is to really look at the teachings from our parents and our elders growing up. How did they teach us in regards to what it means to be a man? How did they teach us in regards to what it means to be a woman or how, how to be a husband? What things you have to go through? what trials you have to experience before you can declare yourself as a man. And as men, people don't realize, women don't realize that we have to create ourselves. Like a man who is not on his purpose, you might as well be just an, an infant. You know what I mean? Because you're not brought here to this planet innately knowing what your purpose is. You have to create that over time. And sometimes it comes to you. I think that once men tend to gain a better understanding of what it means to be masculine, to be a man, we will begin to see some results in regards to our feminine counterparts because no woman wants to be in a relationship with quote unquote a beta male, a man who's weak. That's why I brought that up earlier. A woman wants to be in a relationship with a man who is grounded within himself, who is sure of himself, who has a very strong security of self, who's confident, who's assertive, who's intentional with whatever it is that he's doing. And that is something that is difficult for us to find today because we look at most black men as our enemy. How do you know right. if this man isn't your mentor? How do you know if he, if he doesn't have me? How do you know that he doesn't have any type of wisdom to teach you, to aid you on your journey right. of truly embodying being masculine? Well, I mean, the problem too is that, um, see, we got into it age of influence and deception that got us to only attach our minds to the things that could be associated to the idea of I without really knowing I, you know, and this is where the whole confusion comes in because the real essence of the communion and the conjunction and that joining of the man and the woman is not only to experience those external modalities like all oh, emotional support and pampering, that's all just stuff that is not really, really relevant. It's only to please your immediate senses. And those are the things that are attached to the idea of I. Mm -hmm. Now, when we talk about understanding the importance of us being manifested here, that is one of them is to procreate. Now you have legends like Mansa, Mumsa, the Sundiadas, and these great people that were born. If you've seen their mothers, their mothers were not all that quote unquote cute, like how we want to portray a cute woman or beautiful woman to be. Yes. And this is why we're lost. We're not seeing that everything is beautiful as it is. And if you choose to see anything as ugly, then that means that ugliness first lives within you. Right. You're so now that, yes. Yeah, exactly. So we need to understand the importance of our union here on this planet 
we need to seek matter as matter and spirit as spirit. That way we are not getting caught up in matter when matter really doesn't matter at the end of the day. What matters is us being able to really, really, I would say, enjoy the fusion of our momentarily, of our momentary experience on this planet. You know, stop looking at things that's not really necessary. Like I said, it's mind over matter. They know that. Some of us, some people probably don't know that. And when you don't know that, then they control your mind. You know what I'm saying? You get rooted you gotta, into uh, the material plane, yes. Exactly, the material plane. We need to work tirelessly to get control back of our minds. That's our first priority. You have to work tirelessly to get control back of your mind. It is difficult, but that comes from first knowing your body and also knowing your senses because you can't control your mind without controlling your senses. And that's where they got us at. They know that as long as they keep on enticing and pulling our senses, we're not going to be able to get to our minds. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's extremely important yeah, it's extremely important for us to see the game and understand the game as the game is being played. Um, you know what I mean? Our women out there manifesting whatever they're manifesting upon the black man, they don't even know that they're caught up in the game. You know, a real black man, after trying to educate his black woman to see the importance, if she decides to follow the way of the enemy, then she's chosen her side. You know what I'm saying? And that's the side that she stands now against her own people. It doesn't matter what color, because we're people at the end of the day. So well, I'm glad, I'm so glad you said that because black women are doing that. There's this term called divesting now. Black women have declared that they're divesting from black men because they don't see us worthy. They don't see us as competent, competitive males in society today, right? And then uh, I'm gonna just say this quick thing and I'm gonna let you continue, brother. Think about women who are of high status or high, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Accreditation, they have lost them. We lost him, people. We lost him. I think his phone died. Um, he'll be back in, though. We're going to wait until he hops back in. But until he hops back in, one of the things that I was getting ready to say was that um, Black women have chosen to divest from Black men. And if we were to do that as men, it would be seen as we've completely given up. It would be seen as we don't care. We only want this type of woman. We don't think the black woman is beautiful, things of that nature. And it's just that that's just absolutely not true because we want black women. We want black families. We want to continue our lineage with someone who understands just as much of what we experience as a people. I don't think that we listen to each other enough. Also, to add on to that, I don't think that Black women listen to Black men enough. Now, y'all can come after me for that. It is what it is. But in my assertion, I think that we have listened to and have seen what women and Black women want and desire out of a man for decades at a time. We know. We have an idea because we've been taught as men on how to treat a woman, what it is you should do to vet a woman, what you need to keep a woman, things of that nature. But it has not been the same for women. Women don't know how to treat a man. Women don't know how to associate with a man in a friendly manner because men aren't looked at as people. Black men are looked at as people. Black men are looked at as something that you use, a tool to help you get to whatever you want. And then once you're done with us, you just put us back in the shed and men are tired of that. Men are not in the mind state of dealing with that any longer because it devalues us. Men are tired of allowing themselves to be subjugated and emasculated by society. They are tired of allowing the external pressures of society to make them feel like their lives ain't no good. They're tired of that. And so, even though women have decided to divest, some women, not all women, have decided to divest or move away from Black men, or even go as far as to like truly bash and degrade a Black man. Black men are saying, okay, I see that, that's cool. But you don't see any Black men out there doing that to Black women. You see Black men listening and hoping that a Black woman would listen, but at the same time, some Black men are also doing the work to heal, transcend within themselves so that way they can be of value to themselves first 
as a man, you have to be a value to yourself first and to the world first before you can be a value to a woman, i.e. a man has to be on his purpose first before he can truly um, bring value and some type of providing nature to a woman. And women don't understand the amount of time, complication, difficulties that come along with that because we simply weren't taught how to. We don't have a blueprint that we can go to. We don't have a safety net like how Black women do. And with that being said, I'm gonna transition into the, what the image of the Black man looks like today. And uh, we'll, we'll just continue to roll with this until my brother admits himself back in. I'm sure he probably is getting his charges situated and everything. So the image of the Black man is portrayed today from obviously society, social media, rappers, actors, things of that nature. And what does that do to us as a community? What does that do to the idea of a black man in a woman's mind, in a black woman's mind? They, some of them begin to think that all men need to operate within that type of frame and archetype. All men need to be bringing this to the table. All men need to be X amount of height. All men need to do all of these things that are completely unrelated to the relationship that you have with one another. Those are just external things. You don't truly value that man for who he is. You value him for what he can provide, for what he brings to the table, right? But what I've noticed also is that if you see a Black man who is quote-unquote professional, who is clean, who is truly a force to be reckoned with within the world today, a Black man who, in a sense, goes against the grain, who goes against the narrative or rejects what society deems a Black man is supposed to look like today. It's shocking. There we go, brother. You, uh, we're waiting on him to get connected, everybody. He, uh, he's back in the saddle. Phone must have died. You know? yeah, 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 that's really what happened, bro. That's really what happened. Sorry about that. Oh, no, it's okay. I, I just kept it rolling, man. I figured that's what happened. Uh, but what, I, what I'm talking about now with the people is the, uh, the, the image of the Black man and how it has been uh, misconstrued based on society and social media and also the, the contrast of what it's like to see a brother such as yourself or a man or a Black man who is in a professional sense who carries himself of high value and high status and how that's looked at as who does he think he is? Why is he walking around like that? Why is this black man walking around like he's a force to be reckoned with? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Honestly, though, like, what? And, and we don't do that as men to women. We say, yo, you look good. Keep doing whatever it is that you're doing. Not, not one time have you ever, at least for me, I can't speak for you, but I know that most black men are not out here bashing black women like that. If they see a black man who is clean, who's in a suit, who's looking good, smelling good, working on himself, is absolutely in the process of becoming the best version of himself. You get pushback from that. Like, oh no, you can't leave the, the gumbo pot. You can't climb up. Who do you think you are? You, you are? you walking around here like you're better than us. And it's like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes, time out, flag on the plate. What do you want? Exactly. Do you want a man who is just gonna pump and dump you like the rest of these dudes have done? Or do you want a man that you claim you say that you want? But then the reality of that is that if you were to get this man, you wouldn't even really know how to treat him because you weren't taught how to treat a man of that status. You you don't and, even know you don't want even you don't even know where to begin when it comes to that. And the truth is, would the ego even permit him to learn? No. And the That's in, my, in my assertion, no. Unless that woman has worked on herself enough to be like, let me at least see what this experience is like, because. My idea of what a black man is, not me people, but I'm using this as an example, is based on what she sees. Like, you know, dude gotta be driving this car, gotta be having, gotta be wearing the designer and all of that shit, right? But you get this dude, you realize like, oh, well, you know, I, you know he was nice and it was fun and everything, but I, I, I'm ready to settle down and, you know, I want a family and everything. And, and I just want a man to me, you know, I want a man to really take care of me. Come yeah. on now, bro. This man, Prince Charming, quote unquote, uh, King T'Challa, done walked into your life already, but your yeah. ass fucked it up. You didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, you know, people attach themselves to those things that are associated to the idea of I, you know, yes. and it's, yeah, it's by them doing that, that they get themselves entangled. If you really understand that me being with the man does not necessarily have anything to do with the fact that he has a car 
who he has, you know, all these material things that are associated to him that don't really even make him who he is, but I'm connected to this man because first and foremost, in the natural divine order, in the natural divine order of things, it is good. It is the right thing as a woman for me to be with the man first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, and then secondly, I am with this man because we're going to build together and we're going to be able to leave something back behind because we know we're not going to take anything with us anyways. We did not come with anything. So I recognize you, God. You recognize me as your queen. All right, then. So we unify and we walk. But when we start to not even recognize ourselves, how can we recognize anything without? And that's what I'm saying. People are attaching their minds to things that are associated to the idea of I that does not really mean anything. We need to go back to I, go back to Ra. Um, just to add on, man, I'm going to tell you the simple truth, brother. We started to ignore the teachings of our ancestors, the real teachings that were researched in their time yes. when they did not have technology. Yes. They went through teachings and they came up with understandings that technology at the time was not there to blur their minds from seeing the clear picture. And we yes. ignore those teachings. It's boring. You know it's boring. I mean? it, it's not any, like, no, no, they don't want to have that discussion or more or less they're not prepared to have that discussion, which is why we're having it right now. It's, it's the, the, the foundation of that, that that's what it was. That's what I was going to say. You mentioned about um, the natural order of a man and a woman being together. Bruh, women today completely reject the notion of that their sole purpose on this planet is to bear children. They completely reject well, that. I mean, if, if, we're speaking not, bio, if we're speaking biologically, that is what you are intended to do. I'm not yep. saying that you can't. That's all you need to do. Right, I'm not, I'm not saying that. However, you have to choose though, that there has to be a decision because what you see today is a lot of women are like, I can just, I can do bad all by myself. I can have my yeah, money, yeah. I can have my car, I can have my credit. I don't need no man. But once you once once time comes a knocking, you realize like, oh shit, I kind of want I mean, children. I kind of want thought, to experience this. Yeah, the thought process of saying we don't need a man, that's like they have not graduated yet. You know, <laughs> unless they haven't graduated. No, nah, yeah, no, honestly, honestly. <laughs> See, any woman that's out there saying, I don't need a man, you've not graduated. And any man saying they don't need a woman, they've not graduated yet. You know, you're still in school. You're still learning. You're still in class. Keep taking notes. You know what I'm saying? Keep reading books. You know the test saying? is coming. <laughs> yeah, the test is coming. You know what I mean? Because, you know, that type of a thought process is not a conducive thought process for anybody. It's, no. it's, it's coming from the ego. It's not coming from self. You know, self understands that we're all connected. We're all one. We need each other. Ego says we don't need each other. You know what I'm saying? But self understands the importance of us coexisting on this planet. We're here because one person is here. We're not here because one person was just here by themselves. We're here because of each other. You know what I mean? We bounce back and forth of each other. We need to understand the importance between vibration, sound, and form unifying to formulate the body. We need to transcend some of these thought processes that we're having that's really just boring and it gets annoying too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Could you imagine having a discussion with somebody, it doesn't even matter, male or female? They only single out what they feel they could single out to attack you on without really understanding the bigger picture. Do you know how annoying that is? Well, they're not listening. They, yeah, that's they, the problem. They, 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 they're listening to respond. And I was talking about this while you were getting things situated. In regards to communication, when it comes to the Black man and the Black woman, I don't think that Black women are listening with the intent to work on themselves. I think they're only, I think it becomes a double standard for them. They want us to listen to them, but whenever they listen to our experience and what we have to go through on a daily basis, it's always button women this, yeah. button women yeah. that. And the thing is, whether you want to accept it as fact or not, this society has been told how you should treat a woman, what you need to do to vet a woman, what you need to bring to a table as a man to even keep a woman. And yes, I understand that Black women and women in general haven't had the ability to vote or the necessary or a certain amount of power within society today. That's why so many, so many women feel like, oh, we got the power now. We don't need y'all. Yeah. I understand that. And But not one time have you ever heard the perspective of a Black man by a Black man for Black men or men in general. You haven't heard that. And anytime you hear that, it immediately gets shut down because of the notion of, well, you're a man, just suck it up. You know, you, you don't have emotions. You, we aren't looked at as people. We're looked at as tools. We yeah. looked at as something to be used. And then when we're done, they, they just put you aside until they realize, okay, I, I really need this. But then by then, that's why men are saying, if y'all are on this wavelength, the door is open. As a matter of fact, 
don't even come in the door. I'm going to catch you later. I'm going to love you from a distance because as you said, honestly, though, <laughs> you like you, you haven't graduated yet. You're still yeah. in, this, in, in this victim mentality of, oh, woe is me. You can't have it both ways. If you mm -hmm. want change, if yeah. you want resolution, you have to be willing to accept the fact that there are some things that you need to work on that you have not worked on. You don't know where to begin that when it comes to a man. You know, look at some of the um, the women who are for male rights. Those women are like out there with a sword and shield, fighting for <laughs> fighting for men's rights. And it's it's you get some of these women, man, that that just bring this clouded, venomous perspective to the table, and it's like you're not listening. You 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 just. You just, you, it's just like, yeah, like that's all that it is. And I, I'm not- I mean, but the problem is that everybody now has an opportunity to express themselves. And that is, you know, and then some people just choose to engage in vocal pollution without really even knowing it. You know what I mean? That's just, you know, that's vocal pollution right there. But um, at the end of the day, we know that we have to be born twice to get into certain understandings. And we are born the first time in our flesh and then we get born into spirit. And when we get born into spirit, then we understand that we cannot be getting unevenly yoked. You have to understand that there is a way, a natural way of living, that those who enjoy the natural way of living will do anything possible to hold on to the principles that would keep them in sync with nature. And we have those who have adopted the artificial way of living, and they do everything possible to attach themselves to that artificial. And anything that comes to them born of spirit is of the enemy. And likewise, we have transcended. We were born now in the spirit. We now can see that there are those people who are living not so much in tune with the natural law. And to them, they do everything to go against natural order. They fight natural order. And um, it's a waste of time because when you understand the paradigm and see how the system is set up to eventually be destroyed. Why waste your time on things that are so irrelevant and you just bore people? It's temporary. It's completely That's what temporary. I'm and then like by the time you know some of these women realize it's too late. Like the, the not only law, women, the men, too, come men, men as well. Yes. Men as well. You know, because yes. there's some men out there that instigate some of these women and then have them cross over. But guess what? Once you know yourself and you know how powerful you are, once you're born of spirit, you know that the spirit that was given to you is not one of fear, it's one of empowerment. Yes. Yes, and that's exactly yeah, why we're having this, this discussion today because men, we, we, we just bring something different to the table. And, and I think that it is very crucial for us to, one, continue to have these type of conversations because not only is it transcending for us, but more importantly, what type of example are we setting for okay. our nephews and for the children that are coming up behind us and for the children yeah. that we will have? This is something yeah. that is, is, is extremely important because before we can begin holding our women accountable, we first have to hold ourselves accountable as individuals, and then we have to hold our brothers accountable as well. That may be a little uncomfortable in the beginning, but it's beneficial and it's conducive because if you see me doing, if you see me on some low vibrational shit, you're gonna be like, hey, you know, Griff, hey, listen, bro, yeah. like, you know, I, I, I know you enough to know that this ain't use. So I'm gonna need you to get back on track because this exactly. is the work that needs to be done. And it's the same thing that's in regards to anybody that you may be working with who you have somewhat a, of a decent relationship with you know just just not too long ago my friend back home in New Orleans I tell dude all the time I'm like bro you bring this chaos into your life like you even if you're chaotic by nature I understand that you don't have to be chaotic by nature you can find different ways to move past that because you don't always just want to live in this in this blended perception of what it means to be a man you know, at some point in time you need to get past that and that also leads into the, the next part of the conversation, which is finances. And you already know. <laughs> yeah. the finances. It's go ahead, brother. Go ahead. No, I say the finances part is cool, but because I understand it. But I also yes. understand, yeah, because I do understand it completely. You know, um, there was a time when the man was working. And he did not have a problem with his woman staying home while he does the work. And then after the industrial revolution, things changed. Now the man and the woman, even the kids have to work. Yes. And even with that, now we know that there's so many different influences to the point where the woman now can make more than the man, even though at first the man used to make more than the woman. So when that happens, you know, some women could either choose to say, look, I know you're not making, you can even stay home, take care of the kids. You know what I mean? While I do the work or, you know, it, you know, the whole thing now is just really jumbled up. You know, women I mean, are making more than men today based exactly. on the statistics. 
and that and goes back to the, the inverse of the energy. Continue. Right, exactly. And exactly. See what I'm saying? The inverse of the energy. Once again, that was all part of the agenda. And we know that that was another hand influencing that. It's not like all of a sudden, oh, things just had to be that way. No, nah, things are being influenced for a reason. Things are changing for a reason. Now, if we lose touch with the true notion of what we're supposed to be doing, which is loving our neighbor as we love ourselves, if we lose touch with that core element of love, and then when these other things get flashed at us, like, oh, by the way, do you know you can make more money than him and he cannot control you? Or do you know you can make more money than her and she can't tell you what to do because you're making the money? Only fans. <laughs> no, exactly. You know, only fans. You feel me? We get caught up in all of that because we forgot the real notion of love. We forgot mm-hmm. the importance of, damn, this is a woman that I have joined myself with, not just physically, but even my thoughts are entangled with this person. You know, I've shared time and space with this person that means our journey and our pursuit is higher than us just obtaining material wealth that we know we're not to be honest the deception is so deep we know we're really just wasting time right (laughs) (laughs) i'm laughing because i i i I think i see it in these women's eyes when i when i listen to some of these interviews and I, and I really just sit and listen to their perspective and listen to some of them speak. The the thing that I get in my head is that it's like you just out here moving, like you you don't have <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you don't really have no sense of of like progression or what life is going to be like for you in the next five years. Not only that, you have children. <laughs> You know what this happened for, for the people that are listening, like I'm laughing, but like I, I'm laughing because it, it's 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 sad. It's so sad that it's comical because as my brother <laughs> said, it's like it's like you just out here moving and it's the trending thing. You're moving the, based you on it. trends. When that shit falls, you're gonna be left sitting there like, yo, I don't have a playbook, we don't have a coach, there's no quarterback, I don't know how to do nothing right now. I don't. I have yeah. no guidance, and the only the only resemblance of guidance that you had at a point in time, you shunned it away because of high girl Sherman, and you don't need no man. So now where are you at? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Whatever it is that people are standing on and standing for, hopefully when the wind comes, what you're standing on, what you're standing for, will be solid enough to, you know, what I'm saying protect you through the wind because that's just how it is. Nobody controls the wind. The wind comes and goes as it pleases. You know what I mean? And that's how life is. For those who say they don't need, the woman say she doesn't need the man, just wait for the wind to come. That wind that comes to test that knowledge that you claim you have of saying you don't need the man for us to really find out if that's the case and vice versa. You know what I mean? Because we know that a lot of people are just operating under certain philosophies, that new age philosophy. Yeah, there's a, there's a you know new age philosophy that was established to keep people within this loop of the system. You know what I'm saying? Of course, if you adhere to those philosophies, you would progress in that system. But when you look at the overall picture of it, you just caught up, you know what I'm saying? You just really caught up, you know? know, And that's just what it is. We're all just, you know what I'm saying? We find ourselves in this hamster wheel, man. And uh, if you don't see another hamster come up to you and tell you right away, you know you can get off of that. You probably spend your whole your whole life just running through that wheel. In the rat race, right? And then that's what we're talking about finances. Like I, I know for me specifically, I haven't, always had the best relationship when it came to money. I haven't, I, I, I had to, and even still to this day, I'm still learning about uh, financial literacy, how to invest in the right places, what to do to have a, a better relationship with money and knowing how to make it work for me, right? Because as you said earlier, like we, we know, like ladies and men that are listening, we know that finances matter, we know, yep. but what, we're bringing to the table is this unrealistic expectation of a man to bring X amount of dollars to the table. Prime example, most men within, most black men within society today, the average black man makes $42,500 a year, right? right? Most women nowadays, black women want a high value man. And yes, a high value man was definitely mentioned in the Bible and other uh, religious texts as a man of you know high value, high status, um, high material, assets and things of that nature, but there's only a very small amount of those men on the planet. 6%, 6% of men on the planet are this high value man that women claim that they want. And it's like, when you really break it down and you ask some, some of the interviews that I've seen, when you really break it down and you ask a woman, would they be willing to 
submit to or give the same honor and respect to a man who's making $42,000 a year to the same man, to a man who's making, let's say, six figures every year, they stutter. They don't know how to respond to that, right? So is it, how imperative is it for us as Black men to develop ourselves financially? And I don't just mean like you got to become six figures, but you got to at least have, let's say, uh, an abundance of financial freedom if you will, how, how important is that for us? And do you think we as black men can develop a better relationship with money? Yeah, brother. I mean, to answer your question, limiting it to the times that we're in and this system of things that is established on money, 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 yes, we can. But to even take it a step further, because I'm one with the teachings of the ascended masters which is to bring about an age of transcendental knowledge, like where we will now overcome some of these boundaries, overcome some of these barriers and detach ourselves from these perceptions that only keep us in the loop. You know what I mean? Um, seeing the importance that, seeing the importance of, of life beyond the material potential. You know what I'm saying? As in we should not limit our thoughts to just Okay, well, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm grinding, I'm making bread, I'm paying the bills, so you need to shut up when I talk. That that's just a you know, weak type of mentality, or I'm paying all the bills around here, you just laying around or whatever that all that is just a bunch of nonsense. At the end of the day, when you really connect with the cons the concept of love, the underlying factor of love, as a human race, what are we really working for? Like or towards or towards. Mm -hmm. And then Look at yourself now from a smaller point. If you're just a single person or you're a couple or your family, what are you in that bigger picture of humanity? What are you working for? And then now, is it beneficial for you to condemn somebody close to you that's working towards that same grander pursuit as you, regardless of how small or how big they're contributing? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we have to really analyze things from the macro and the micro and then see how we fit in it and make sure that we're still advancing towards the same objective. You know, um, you know, somebody like me, I will not put myself in a position where I will be entangled, black, white, Chinese, woman, whatever the case may be, I will not be entangled with you if your mind is not already centered on the universal program for mankind and then see mm -hmm. how you factor within that equation. It's extremely mm -hmm. important because I'm not gonna be saying, look, we're trying to go to Jerusalem. You talking about you wanna go to Vegas and we know that we can make a stop in Vegas, but then we end up stopping in Vegas and you just wanna stay in Vegas, but yet the original goal was to get to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the whole thing. Like we as human beings, black, white, whatever the case may be, once we understand that love, like pure, like genuine love, when we agape love, they call it, once we understand mm -hmm. that love transcends all of those other modalities that just keep us in trap, then we see the bigger picture of everything. And then we can take hold back of what really is ours under natural law. Now, they have created a system. Once again, they created a system where if you are all about natural law and that system is not meant to accommodate natural law, you might have to go through the exodus. You might have to go through your exodus and do what you got to do because they say you have to get out of her. She's polluting, you know what I'm saying? Get out of her, take yourself to where you're not going to be polluted, where you're not going to be under, you know, that, that stronghold. But for those who want to be daughters and sons under that system, you if that's your choice, you can do that. If you've chosen to say you want to live and be under the restraints of, damn, I got to pay these bills. And then though the feeling, the anxiety of you focusing on trying to pay these bills and you trying to do this and do that arouses other energies within you, such as animosity and other energies within you that get you to feel, you know, like you got to hold some type of resentment to a significant other. Once you tap in, understand the root cause, you have a choice to say, you know what, I want to continue this way or I want to rise and join the naturalist movement. You know what I mean? When you join the naturalist movement, you get to understand that, yeah, you know what I mean? You can either choose to say you want to play the game, you know, keep running, keep on trying to collect these coins and, you know what I'm saying, the whole big ass illusion that they're projecting. We can either choose to follow that route or we can say, no, nah, we're going to follow the naturalist route. We're going to establish a domain or we're going to get into a domain where in Africa is that domain for melanated people, by the way. You know what yeah. I mean? I would just let y'all know clean and clear. Africa is the domain for melanated people. You should not have to be suffering in America if you don't need to. You know what I'm saying? And Brother Griffin, I'm glad we have this platform because as time is progressing, we're going to be cluing y'all in on the steps that you could take to go back home without necessarily having to go through all of these scam scammers and these people yes. that are going to yes. you know, take advantage of you. You do not have to subject yourself to the wicked way of living. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that is for those who believe because the time is coming when you're going to be conditioned forever doomed into that system that is built off of you not being connected to your soul. 
And when that happens, and of course, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's done, done. And we're trying to shift into a, a vibration of thought and of livelihood where we know that we ought to respect ourselves. And finances is not really what's going to define that fine line. You know what I'm saying? We understand the importance. And that's what the trend, you know, that's what the ascended masters have been teaching us. Yeshua teaching us the same thing, the introduction of the kingdom. It is at hand. You know what I mean? And this is not even a spiritual podcast. We would, but I always like to tie everything back to spirit. Yes, of course, of course. You know, spirit that's that's why we have this platform because we, just because we experiencing this planet in this realm now, it doesn't mean that we aren't um, exonerated to the things of what we will experience here. That's why we are having this human experience so we can merge the two together and bring a different perspective to the table, get people to expand their minds just a little bit so that way they can step outside the box and yeah. take a different action, take a different path. And yeah. know that just because you've chosen to go a different route, it doesn't mean that you've completely removed yourself from this realm. You still have to operate within it. You still have to wake up every day and do what you have to do. However, yeah. you can do that with a different intention and not feel yeah. like you're suffering. And not feel, exactly. like, and not yeah. feel like you're bound to, to this specific thing day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Right? So like, it's... Good. Honestly, women, if you're making more money, that's good. Good for you. You've been able to prove yourself that you can make something more of yourself. However you're getting it, that's not, that's not, I'm not interested. I don't really care. However you're getting, whether you became a doctor, whatever you're doing, that's your business. Um, but if it gets you to the point where you're feeling like you should not respect anybody because you've accumulated some type of material wealth, somebody like me, I will not even give you the time of day. I'm just putting it out there. You know what I'm saying? I respect it. But if you're thinking that I should bow down and kiss your feet because you've made money, you're lying. I bow down and kiss your feet because you recognize who you are and you're still the same humble, divine mother that is ever nurturing, ever merciful, ever loving and caring for all of her children. That's when I kiss your feet. That's when I love you. When you're thinking that you've ran into the world and people have given you all of this stuff and you feel like you've accumulated all of this stuff and now people should be bowing down to you lost it because me and my people were spiritually in tune. We're not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, men of high value don't do that. They're not out here doing that, man. You know, especially when they, no. they they know your rap sheet of how you treated men in the past. What makes us think you're about to treat me any different? Nah. You know what nah, I mean? Nah, That's nah, just nah. all due respect. I love the queens out there. Well, come on, we need to start getting it together. We need to stop playing, start getting it together. All of us, men and women, we need to start wrapping up. You know what I mean? And getting it together. And choose your side. Choose wisely, too. You know what I'm saying? Because if you think. Oh, yes, yeah, J. Cole said that. Choose wisely. Yeah. Choose your side and choose wisely because, you know, don't think that you're out here running around talking crazy and reckless and thinking that somebody else is going to be suffering for your own demise that you're projecting upon yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, we This is the age of abundant knowledge. You know, we don't have to be following fake role models anymore. And um, we don't have to be looking up just to that which we see. We have examples that we're left behind that we can adopt. A disciple does not have to follow a master just because he sees the master. You can follow the spiritual essence of the master and still attain a higher version of what you're seeking to attain in the physical body. Now, I'm not saying that living in the world is bad. You can live in the world, just don't be a part of it. You know what yes, I'm saying? It's the experience. You, like, you, you can't exactly. escape it no matter how much you want to. Like you, You're here for a fixed amount of time frame. So while you are here, yeah. just know that one, it is an experience. And two, the connection that you have with your higher self, with your inner self, with the self is the most important thing that you can have as long as you can continue to develop that, then you will walk this earth truly in your divine masculine and not have to worry about anything. So in closing, the only thing that I want to say, guys, is that the reason why we titled this The Crucibles is because for those of you that don't know, a crucible is a battle in Greece, maybe it was in Africa as well, just basically put into this ring, right? And it's you versus other people other men, maybe be a woman or whatever, but it's a fight to the death, to the death. And what my brother and I have been speaking on today is that right now we're in a crucible of the mind and of the spirit. And as men, we have to create that ritualistic transformation for ourselves because that no longer exists in today's society. So how it manifests itself is through what you choose to battle and transcend on a daily basis within your mind and your spirit. That's the only way that you can truly remove yourself from the perceived constraints of society and walk in a loving manner, walk in an attentive manner. You can be confident, you can be assertive, you can be intelligent, you can be out here truly getting it and truly being a productive member of society as a man, regardless of what has happened to you culturally, again.
none of us are exonerating that that happened, but at some point in time, you have to face that. And that is what we're doing right now within the crucible. And once you win, once you've slain all of the demons that you've created, a rebirth happens, which ultimately is something that I like to say is a rediscovery because you never lose yourself. You just, you just get caught up in what the external stimuli want you to think you are. But once yep. you, once you fight the fight and once you destroy that first within you, then you can begin to walk this planet as your version of what a man should be. Because a man is just an energy. No man is the same, but they all carry the same divine masculine energy within them. And my question to you is, what are you doing on a daily basis to win your crucible? With that being said, brother, close this out. And we'll be back. Yeah, no, brother, thank you, man. You really concluded that right. You know what I mean? Not just for our brothers, but even for our sisters out there. You know what I'm saying? That's wrong within themselves. Just know that the importance at the end of the day, like my brother said, is for you to grow within self and um, whatever that's going to take. You're not going to grow within self sometimes by doing too much talking. Sometimes you got to listen to your own self too. You know what I mean? And um, sometimes that, you know, that, that comes with silence. You know, throughout the whole quarantine, we had the opportunity to be silent for a little bit and truly listen to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for those people who went through that, you know, I'm sure that you are starting to realize certain realizations. Um, at the end of the day, Everything is everything, you know. Um, I am is experiencing existence through the multiplicities of the manifestations of that which we perceive, be it body, you know, be it plans or whatever the case may be. So don't beat yourself up too much, you know what I'm saying? Um, don't knock yourself up too much based on your where you find yourself at in your experience, you know what I mean? Just know that at the end of the day, we're all looking for sight, but we're looking for balance and um, not balance just within, but balance without too. So when you finally attain some type of balance within yourself, share with other people so they can also attain and rise to that level of balance. That's the whole point of us sharing what we're sharing. But when we find balance and we attain balance, we share with the world, this is what we did, this is what we're thinking, that if we apply this and this, we're gonna be able to get to this level of balance. You know, um, we know that it's not always gonna be through yoga. We know that it's not always gonna be through prayer. Sometimes it's just through us having conversations like these um, yes. and talking about it, addressing it, you know what I mean? Not feeling threatened. Just talking about it. even women talk and yeah, yell if you need to. Matter of fact, if any of y'all need to yell at me, go ahead, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Focal official on Instagram. You can yell at me all in caps. You know what I'm saying? Let me know that you listen down to this podcast. It was so real and you just got so offended, but you just had to let me know that you appreciate it. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case is. As long as you're listening and talking about it, that's all that exactly. matters. Exactly. You know yes. what I mean? You got because, the message. Uh, I listen to all of my queens. It don't matter. I don't care. I listen to all of y'all. When y'all is frustrated, I'm there telling you it's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? When y'all is fucking, you know what I mean? Feeling like the world is coming to an end because you ain't got $100, whatever the case may be. I listen. I mean, I have $100 to give to you, but I still sympathize with the situation and I understand it's only a time frame. So, you know, uh, let's all just be an encouraging force to each other through these times. You know what I mean? And um, pray for the best because everything is going to be okay at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? We did not create this planet. So, Yes, sir. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Please like and share this. Have this conversation, uh, brothers. Find people within your community who you really want to help in the best way that you can. Help each other, lift each other up, walk on that ladder together, walk the path together, and I promise you, you will see and get to a light at the end of the tunnel. We will be back with y'all with installment two. Stay tuned, man, because it's going to be a good one. With that being said, y'all be blessed. Stay frosty. We go.